That's what's up. That's what's up. That's what's up. That's what's up. Well, if me bust on your head, you try. That's what's up. Then I dig low with my trauma. That's what's up. And all them haters never look wild. That's what's up. And all I know, Jack Nasty. That's what's up. Happy New Year to all, and I hope this year is the best one yet for you all, filled with blessings and breakthroughs. It's yours truly, Andy Mizzik, the host of What's Up, and we're back with another episode. This episode is featuring a son of the soil, no other than professional football player, Ashley Brooks. So, Mr. Brooks, yes, who sir. are you for those <laughs> in Radio Land who might not know? Yes, sir. Uh... Before I even answer that, bro, um, I just wanted to take a minute and give you your flowers, bro. I, I, I think what you're doing here is amazing. Um, not a lot of young guys really take the platform that you take. And I just wanted to let you know, you know that I really appreciate what you're doing. And I hope some other guys follow in your footsteps because you're really kind of trailblazing there. So I just wanted to let you know that before I answer. It definitely, it definitely means a lot coming from you. you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Um, but yeah, my name is Ashley Brooks, man, from Grand Turk. Son of Desmond and Angela Brooks. Um, North Creek boy. Uh, grew up all my life in Grand Turk. Went to H.J. Um, and I... I Started my journey, I think, back in 2015. That's when I left. But, yeah, I'm from Grand Turk, man. Everybody, a lot of people who, who, who lived in Grand Turk during that time, they could, they could vouch for me. So I said, T.I., I know. I actually I actually just was going to get into that. Like, how long have you been playing football? And what, I mean, influenced you to play football, being that it's not a common sport here in the Turks and Caicos Islands? Man, to be honest, I I I've always just had a passion for it, man. Like I ain't even I couldn't even tell you where it came from. I think maybe I just seen it on TV one time, and from then it was just going. Like I I always loved football, and I always knew I wanted to play quarterback. So um, I started buying some footballs from Walmart. Me and my dad used to go in the backyard and play catch, and I put up this little tire. I started practicing, but it was always a passion of mine. Um, even when I used to go to the basketball courts. I used to get guys to play catch for me. Wherever I got, I just had a football with me. So as far as I I can remember, man, it's just been a natural passion of mine. Oh, all right. So, you know, football is not played in the TCI. So you could go over, like, a little bit about your transition mm -hmm. to being where you are currently playing professionally in Romania. Yeah. So um, when, I, when I left home in 2015, I actually left on a basketball scholarship. <clears throat> Because of, because of the same reason you said, like there ain't no football here, mm -hmm. so I had to play basketball to get my um, my ba my bachelor's degree. So I went. I that's when I left and I went to Dallas, and I played basketball in college. But I actually picked up football again when I graduated, and I because I tried out for the semi pro team in Dallas called mm -hmm. the Dallas Vikings one summer, and I made the team, and that's kind of how I uh, picked up my journey again. So what what led to you being like in? Romania, like how, mm. how and how's living in Romania? I hear about Romania on movies and <laughs> stuff like that, but now nah, you're you're like one of the first people I know that lived there. Like how how's living in Romania? How's playing f football there? And like, what are you currently doing? You're on break or something of that nature? Yeah. So the way that happened was, um, like I said, I was playing semi-pro in Dallas for like two years. And uh, there's this um, this this agency I came across on Instagram called Play Overseas, 
And what they do basically is uh, allow student athletes, whether you graduated or not, to, to continue your education in the UK. So I made a profile. You got to make a player profile. I made a profile. And they send that out to coaches, and then I get, that's how I ended up going to Leeds Beckett University in the UK. I played football there, and so after my season there, I made a, a highlight tape, and I put it on um, this thing online <coughs> called EuroPlayers. And basically what that agency does is send out your film to all the professional teams in Europe. And so after a while, I, I got hits up. I got hit up by a few teams, and um, the team in Romania kind of suited what I, what I wanted to do in my situation. So, you know, after praying, after talking to my family and all my friends and people that I, I uh, consult with, I decided to go that route. So that's when I left. I left, I think, end of August. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Yeah, I left end of August, and I went to Romania. But, yeah, my time in Romania was really good, man. Um, I, I definitely don't regret it at all. I... I like you say, you don't you don't really get to go to those places unless you got a reason to go there. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's that's the blessing that football has afforded me. It's just traveling to places that you won't typically go. Mm-hmm. So the end goal for you would be, you know, one day, I mean, going to the NFL. See, the, the thing I think people don't understand about the NFL, man, is like, bro, you got to really be playing ball since you was like nine. You understand? And the way the NFL works, it's like a pipeline. Um, so it's not, I'd never say never because I'd never put a limit on myself to say I couldn't make it. Um, but it would definitely take a couple more years, you know, playing at a higher level because the NFL is the highest level of football in, in the world. Um, but, yeah, that, that definitely is a dream of mine, and, you know, and I'm working towards it. But I think the main thing is to keep the main thing the main thing. You know, I can't look too far ahead. I got to kind of, you know, take it step by step so you don't get ahead of yourself, you know, and just yeah. go through the process. Yeah, the one step at a time, definitely. Yeah. And I'm a strong believer in giving flowers as well. You started off by giving me my flowers. Yeah. But time for me to give you your flowers, you know. Uh, I was fortunate enough, you know, to know you since, I mean, a young boy growing up in Grand Turk. You yeah, know? yeah. And, like, how I say, I always have a different mindset from everyone else, you know, mm. and especially in terms of aiming high, you know. A lot of times, especially us interested in a sport, we look on the TV, we'd see LeBron James, we'd see different players. Yeah. And we'd be like, you know, we want to be like those guys, you know. Yeah, yeah. Because we can't pinpoint anybody really who made it out from where we are yeah. and like believe it or not you're a hero to a lot of people you know and even as soon as I did, I'd post your picture to say it's a professional football player from the Turks and Caicos yeah. so many young guys you know and box me you know yeah, where yeah. can I watch it and stuff like that so you're inspiration to many yeah, and you know, keep that, going and know that all of us back home support you and you know we want the best for you you know however we can yeah. we're here for you I appreciate you know? that bro so <clears throat> I mean, you're aware of the hit that was suffered by the I yeah, mean, yeah, Bills yeah. player yeah, yeah. recently DeMar in the Hamlin. NFL. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, football is definitely a very, very dangerous sport. You know, he he almost lost his life. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, how do you go about, like, ensuring your safety? <laughs> Man, I mean, I, I was telling my brother, uh, like, football really is just, like, it's it's kind of the nature of the beast, you know what I'm saying? Like, you have to understand the risk in it, but like a lot of things. Um, and that was very unfortunate what happened to him. I mean, I, I think I did a little bit of research on it. Like, 
the the probability of that happening was very small. But yeah, man, I mean, injuries is a part of the game. To be honest, like you gotta think about it. These are athletes in tip top shape, you know, colliding at high speeds, you know, almost every play. So, I mean, you just gotta, you know, put yourself in the best physical shape. You know, really do everything you can from a physical standpoint to be ready for that. You know, and just you know, go out and play because you can't really think about injuries. Because if you're thinking about it, you're not gonna be able to play. You know what I'm saying? So, um, it is unfortunate, but it's a part of the game. You know, but uh, all the best to him on his recovery, though. Yeah. So I mean, in terms of sports, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of it it sparks interest in a lot of people. You know, sometimes you know, children they don't have like to say an aspiration to be a doctor or a lawyer no more. You know, they want to be professional players. Yeah. You know, I mean, how important of a role do you think that sports playing a youth development yeah influ- influencing you to do other things in particular take the school route and how important that sports play in your development as a you know professional as yeah, an yeah. individual man and i talk about this a lot bro like sports is an avenue for people to change their life you understand mm-hmm. like i think that a lot of the issues that we see here you know, a lot of the delinquency we see amongst mm-hmm. the young guys here. I feel like if, if, if more emphasis was put on sports mm-hmm. to give people an outlet, an avenue, you know what I'm saying? Like, because when when guys, as as a young man, when you ain't got nothing to do, you can find something to do. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, a lot of that has been violence or bad things for the guys around here. But, like, I, I, was, I was thinking about it because, you know, I, I had the question already, and I was thinking about... Um, you know why is it that a lot of these guys you know don't have don't follow their dreams you know i think that you know everybody has a dream everybody has a talent everybody has a passion but if those passions or dreams don't get realized and actualized they die you understand so like for instance if you used to go out to somebody some random guy and be like man what you love to do you know, he can say, well, you know, I used to be really good at track. I used to be really good at ball. And you say, well, you know, why you ain't never go nowhere with it? Well, he said, I ain't never had the opportunity or mm-hmm. nobody ain't never pushed me. So that was a dream that wasn't realized and actualized. You understand? So I think that's the situation that is here. Mm-hmm. And that's why I feel like sports is such a big role because for me, you know, I ain't special. I ain't nobody. I, I don't see myself above, you know, my peers or the young guys here. I could have been just like that. Mm-hmm. But I had an opportunity to, to do so, do something with my life. I had an opportunity to do something more. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's an area in which, like, the government or, you know, the community, they don't really understand how important mm-hmm. sports is. People just think sports, oh, you're playing, you're mm-hmm. playing. Like, people change their life based on sports, even if you don't make it professional, mm-hmm. even if you don't make a pile of money. Mm-hmm. You know, for instance, being on a sports team teach you teamwork, mm-hmm. teach you discipline teach you man listen you got to follow a set of mm-hmm. rules to get us you know it's so many things that sports teach and that's how it helped me because it taught me mm-hmm. discipline you know i was never the best player i was never the biggest the strongest the most athletic but the thing that i had that i learned was my my strength was hard work discipline mm-hmm. you understand me nobody got outworked me you know i can go and go and go until i accomplish yeah. and i can apply that across my whole life mm-hmm. so i feel like those are some of the key things that sports can provide but mm-hmm. it, you know it's lacking here because we don't i guess people don't see the value in it yeah and i was gonna i mean i mean piggybacking off of what you say mm-hmm. you know with the with the i mean the young people feeling like a lack of hope yeah and and so forth uh like i say i give you your flowers because w- w- what you're doing is phenomenal being a professional athlete yeah you know in romania but 
you also got to say, I mean, I think that, you know, you know, uh, with great power comes great responsibility as, yeah. as, as much as I'm praising you to say that, you know, you're out there, we are proud of you. Mm-hmm. You have a high level of responsibility because you are giving us as young people hope yeah. that it's, it's, it's higher, you know, I mean, avenues we could source, different places we could reach through sports, you know. Yeah. And I'm going back to it. I do agree because, you know, I feel like not enough focus is being placed on it because we scribe off of human capital, you know, and especially you as a professional player, you are in Romania. Mm-hmm. You know, you might be like one of the first Toxic Caicos Islanders who went out there. So you're meeting people, you're from Toxic Caicos. Yeah. You know, I'm sure a lot of people said, you know, I'd like to visit one day. Yeah, so yeah. that's just how... You being out there is benefiting the country in that area, yeah. attracting the tourism, and you also are inspiring a lot of youth yeah, to yeah. say that you know there are you know greater areas, you know as far other places you could reach mm-hmm. besides TCI. And I'll go back to it. You know, I mean, my next question. Uh, I would say sports is a cure for many social issues. Mm-hmm. You know, juvenile delinquency and could be even drug abuse, you know, playing sports, you want to stay healthy. Yeah. You know, you don't want to use drugs. Do you feel like the government and the Turks and Caicos is doing enough? Mm-hmm. Of you course. know, in terms of <laughs> you know, yeah. developing our athletes to the high caliber athletes to compete internationally. Because I do see you, I, I vision. I have a vision of the Turks and Caicos one day having an Olympic team. Mm. You know, the Turks and Caicos one day really not only going these different places and participating, but performing. Yeah. And you know, just how you know recently in Jamaica, <clears throat> with you know, you saying Bolton there dominating. Yeah, yeah. You know how many people you see worldwide. Yeah, you know, yeah. from places in Europe sending their children to Jamaica schools to to train. To yeah. become top class athlete, I see the TCI being like that one day. But do you feel like the government is doing enough? No, um, and I th- I think it, you know it's kind of it's it's sad because you know I I hear for instance I always talk to my de- my my pops and you know all the guys and they always tell me about how you hear stories about all these former guys who used to be top athletes and. Everybody got to run. Everybody got to jump. Everybody could play ball. And you look at them now, and you'd be like, man, like, you know, why you never, if you were so good, why you never, you know, reached nowhere, you know? And it's the lack of backing. It's the lack of support. I mean, I feel like, like I said, I, th- I think there's so many talented people here. Mm-hmm. There's so many athletes here. There's so much that we could do, but there's, the, you know, the, the, the governmental support to say, implement training programs to implement uh systems where these athletes can go through a pipeline from primary to age to high school to the college there need to be programs for instance you know some of our best sports are track soccer you know um but you don't like the reason jamaica and all these other places are so good bro because they don't play no games when they come mm-hmm. to training but they don't get no games when they come to taking care of their athletes the athletes here don't feel supported enough to say man i can make this a career you know it's like oh i can do this for a couple years have fun and then i can go walk government or i can go walk somewhere Mm -hmm. isn't it they don't have the 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 infrastructure in place to say man i can actually make a living out of this Mm -hmm. you know and a friend of mine my boy delano he you know he is he had his he's had his moments where he shared the same kind of information Mm -hmm. like man you know he and and god bless he made it to the olympics you know Mm -hmm. but you see that was under britain 
You understand me? So that that tells you right there, like, we still have a long way to go. Now, I ain't gonna say we can't get there, and I would love to see us get there as well, like you said, like, but there's a lot that needs to happen to, to bridge that gap in terms of just training, in terms of, you know, sponsorships, in terms of just the season being planned out. You know, guys need to be competing year-round. Mm-hmm. You know, these athletes that are top athletes around the world, they play year-round, bro. Mm-hmm. We, we, you know, we, for instance, when we was in high school, we was on the train two weeks before sports day. Mm-hmm. You understand? Those students in Jamaica train year-round. That that right there is the best example I could give. Like we only train and, and prepare when time when something coming up. Mm-hmm. If you got a soccer match or a rugby match coming up a month before dude to start training. Man, these guys train year round, every other year yeah. round. You understand me? Most definitely I feel like more has to be done. For sure, yeah. yeah. And 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 as I say, you can't leave it up to the athletes. Like we could only mm-hmm. do so much. You know, I could I could I could only pull so much weight. Every like mm-hmm. we need an organization to come in and say, "Hey, all right, this is the program." Mm-hmm. You know, if you want to qualify, you got to do this. You want to qualify, mm-hmm. you got to do that. You got to be committed. You understand mm-hmm. me? Because, like you say, guys, those times those dudes running in Jamaica, they, that ain't come by sitting down playing two mm-hmm. K. Yeah, you know that's out in the track sweating. So, yeah. excuse me, it's discipline on both sides. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we definitely need more more structure and more governmental support or whatever mm-hmm. whatever organization. To, to help mm-hmm. and build a program because yeah. that's that's really what makes the move. You mm-hmm. gotta have a program in place. Yeah. I do. I totally agree with that. I mean, before uh, going to my next question, right? Before being a pro athlete, mm. you were a student athlete. Yeah. And to a large scale, I mean, this this the reality of what Turks and Caicos Islanders are faced with yeah. when they go off to train to be athletes is usually on school scholarship. Yeah. So what are some of your tips to student athletes out there? How you how to how to get through because you not only, you know, yeah, yeah. you manage to make it to the pros but you also finish university, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what are some of your tips to them? Because I know a lot of them, my friends, you know, they say it's very overwhelming. Yeah. So what are some of your tips how you juggle <clears throat> I mean, you just gotta prioritize, really, because yeah. time, time is money. Literally, time mm-hmm. is of the essence. So it's like, for instance, when I was in college, you know, we'd have five a.m. practice, then I'll have eight a.m. class, then I probably have a break, then I have class again, and then I have practice again that evening, or I have team lift. So it's really just prioritizing. You know, you kind of really, you gotta stick to the script. Like you know, if you if it's football or basketball or track, whatever it is you do. You know, and you doing your studies, you you just gotta prioritize your time because you ain't really got you can't really be just freelancing too much. Mm-hmm. You gotta you know, a lot times to do certain things. If you can sleep for an hour, you can get up, do your homework, and then you gotta go practice again. I mean, you just gotta be committed to it. That's why I said it's really just about commitment and discipline. You know, mm-hmm. you 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 if you're a student athlete, you're not a regular student, mm-hmm. so you can't do what regular students do. Mm-hmm. You can't just jump up and like going this way, going that way. Like, if you want to be good. Mm-hmm. Now, if you want to be mediocre and just get through, then you could do whatever. But if you want to be a good, if you want to perform at a high level, you got to be disciplined. Mm-hmm. And I would like for you to like voice how important really is education in the mix, because mm-hmm. you know a lot of time we hear education is important, education is important. Yeah. I could go on to say I was how important it is because it changed my life. Yeah, but yeah. from the perspective of a student athlete, yeah. how important really is education? Well, it's a reason it's a student athlete, you know, mm-hmm. student come first. Mm-hmm. You understand? Because you can't 
whatever sports you do, you're not going to be doing that forever. And, mm-hmm. you know, being realistic, only a small percentage of athletes make it to the professional level mm-hmm. to where you say you could make enough money to make a living. You understand? So you have to have something to fall back on. You know, and even if you make it to the professional level, you see guys have career-ending injuries. Mm-hmm. You know, they got to do something else. Mm-hmm. But if all you know is your sport, then you're going to be in a tight situation. So, I mean, yeah, man, that's that's always number one. Student mm-hmm. first. Student, you're student first. You're athlete second. So, and even in college nowadays, like if you're not getting good enough grades, you can't participate. Mm-hmm. So that you know, that's even more of an incentive to focus and to say, you know what. Let me get this degree. Let me focus on whatever the case may be. Because even when you retire, bro, like you want to be able to, if you want to do business, you want to do philanthropy, whatever it is you want to do, you know, you have to have some kind of knowledge on mm-hmm. it. And the only way you can do that is if you finish your degree and you mm-hmm. get your get your books done. So, yeah, I mean, I mean, it's very important. It's more important than sports in in mm-hmm. some situations, you know. Mm-hmm. So, what is your why? What keeps you going? Because you know you're you're breaking barriers. You're mm-hmm. you're the first to do so much, especially become a f- professional football player. Yeah. I don't know any professional football <laughs> players personally. <laughs> you know, so it, yeah. it's it's I mean, uh, just phenomenal to be. You know, yeah, not yeah, only yeah. know you personally, but sit in the same room. Yeah. So what is your why? What keeps you going? All the doubters. You know, mm-hmm. the people might. You know how I talk to yeah, people. Yeah, go, yeah. This boy going out there playing football. <laughs> We see make it from football. What man. is your why? What keeps you going? Uh man, um just I love life, man. I love to experience stuff. I love to live, man. And football has sports in general has afforded me the opportunity to do that. You know, I got a college scholarship to play basketball, I got my bachelor's, I got a scholarship to play football, I got my masters, you know. I play in over in Romania, I got to see different parts of the world. And, you know, the type of person I am, that's that's what I love to do. You know what I'm saying? So my love and passion for the game, one, and then my love and passion to live life. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I love to travel, man. And, you know, football has awarded me that opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, you know, being able, being able to wake up and be happy with what you're doing is, is, is very mm-hmm. important. You know, I always tell my mom, man, I never want to have a job, but I got to wake up in the morning back. Man, I gotta go walk again, man. Mm-hmm. That ain't, that ain't for me, you know. Mm-hmm. And I've been fortunate enough to to be able to do what I love and and continue to do that. So, um, yeah, man. And like you said, even you know, showing the youth here mm-hmm. that you ain't gotta go down the road of, of destruction and, and and ruining your life and throwing your life away, bro. Like I always tell people, bro, I was never the best. I was never the mm-hmm. tallest, the fastest, the strongest, the most skilled. But I was disciplined, and I knew that, man, this is my way out. This is my way mm-hmm. to do something different. I ain't got to be on the corner smoking and drinking and carrying on. And mm-hmm. I could do something different. I could go see the world on somebody else's money. Mm-hmm. You know, so that 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 keeps me going, to be honest. So what is your advice to other Talks and Cakes Islanders with football aspirations? Because if, if there was 10, uh, now since they knew you made it, yeah. it's on 30 more. <laughs> Man. Young guys who want to be professional players. Well, we still at the place where football is not available here, mm-hmm. or you can't really do too much. So, my advice—I mean, my my honest advice would be: if if you can, you know, try and, and attend school, maybe in America or in the UK. 
you know and the thing about the uk i know you know we're british overseas territory and there's a the agency over there they recruit pretty heavily and you know it's a goal a personal goal of mine to create some kind of program where i can help students here or student athletes get opportunities overseas because i know a lot of people like in the u.s and in the uk so it's a personal goal of mine to start some kind of of program or some kind of agency where I can hi- I can help pipeline students mm-hmm. and give them scholarship opportunities, connect them with coaches, connect them with teams, you know, so guys can have the same opportunities I had because a lot of it is free, but people just don't know about it. Mm-hmm. You understand? Like I ain't re- I ain't never had to pay out of pocket for nothing, mm-hmm. but you just got to find the opportunities, you know, and know who to talk to about what. So the fact that I've already traveled that road and I've been able to. You know, the ups and downs, the bumps, I can go back, revisit that, and then present that in a way to other guys that say, hey, man, you, you like to, to play ball. I know this coach, this place, you know, let me connect you. So that would be a, a, a dream come true for me to do that for Turks and Caicos Islanders. But um, I think f- being that, you know, I, I probably was one of the first to do that, you know, just never give up, you know. That's because that was me, man. I, I, like, I started playing football in my backyard with an old tire. That's how I start, bro. And you know, no matter. I had people tell me, like, yo, you know, what are you doing? Like, you don't play football here. You always playing football. Do as I tell you, man. And Grant Tucker, Brooks always used to bring his ball on the court. He used to go play yeah. football on Sunday. I used to organize football on Sundays on the beach. But this, it was a love, bro. It never felt like, man, I should give this up. You know, I. I and at the time, I couldn't see a way out. I couldn't see what was going to happen, but I just never gave up, you know? Mm-hmm. So being a quarterback, mm-hmm. especially, it requires you to be a leader, Yeah, you know? So you, you need to be vocal. You need to be able to direct your team. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Who is one person you would, I mean, you would say you looked up to in terms of being a leader? And you, hey, what is your type of leadership style? And mm-hmm. who, who is one person you look up to? Will inspire uh, you yeah yeah in terms of leadership leader, from a leader standpoint of things oh man um so i'll start with my leadership style i like to lead by example you mm-hmm. understand me and i like i'm a, i'm a type of guy i don't make excuses so i don't you know i never gonna tell somebody to do something that i wouldn't do you mm-hmm. understand me even my guys are like when we on the football field you know, it's important, like you said, at the quarterback position, you have to have control of your team, control of the huddle. So, you know, my job is to, to keep everybody focused. Mm-hmm. You know, there's times when up and down in the game and guys have emotions all over the place. You got to learn how to navigate emotions. Like, you know, everybody don't require the same kind of interaction. Like, I could shout at one guy, but another guy might need me to pull him to the side mm-hmm. and, and talk to him in a different way. Mm-hmm. So you you have to understand how to navigate that. And really, you know, communicate effectively to everybody because mm-hmm. everybody got to be on the same page, you know, and everybody got to – we have one goal to score, you know, mm-hmm. to win the game. So everybody has to be able to stay focused. And some people just need a little pickup. Some people need a little bit more tough love. Some people don't need nothing, you know. So that's that's something that I'm good at doing, something I actually enjoy doing because mm-hmm. it helps me develop as a person, as, you know, my character mm-hmm. – you know, guys who speak to, speak to that for me, you know, about being just, you know, who I say I am and, and trying to um, lead my team. I'd say a guy's leadership that I admire, uh, Russell Wilson, mm. you know, he's a quarterback um, at the Denver Broncos. They're not having a great season, but he's he's been my favorite player for a while. You know, he's a really 
good all-around guy on and off the field. So I think that that's really what attracted me to his leadership style. Okay. So, you know, people might look at you and think you got it all figured out. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you, you travel the world yeah. and you experience life in a variety of different places, mm -hmm. you know. I would say that, you know, you could say life is no smooth sailing, you yeah, know, you yeah, suffered yeah. injuries and mm -hmm. you know, what 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 would be your motivation to some youths in terms of, you know, just to be persistent, just to keep going if you you to it's the end of the show. Yeah, yeah. So I usually end the show with, you know, a little motivation for you. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Man, um life 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 has its ups and downs, bro. Like and it, you know it doesn't get any easier the older you get mm -hmm. i think some of the biggest lessons that i've learned is not to shy away from the difficult conversations mm -hmm. not to shy away from the difficult moments mm -hmm. you know sometimes you may feel afraid sometimes you may feel unsure but you got to follow your heart you know follow your mm -hmm. gut you know something ain't right you can feel it you know especially for people who, you know, believe in God and, and, and have a spiritual connection, like, you got to really tap into that. And, I mean, like you say, like, like my story, my story is the epitome of never giving up, man. Like, like, like you said, like, being a Turks and Caicos Island and playing American football, you never think of that. You would never imagine that. But that's, that's the point. You know, you could do, you can do things you can't imagine doing. And I encourage everybody, man, whatever your dream is, it don't matter if we're doing it here in TCI or not. I think that's the emphasis. Even if it's not offered here, start it. You know, you you, you never know what can happen. You never know where it's going to take you. And, you know, just be consistent, be persistent, and be disciplined. I think that was my three words for this year is to be disciplined, to be consistent, and to be persistent. So, I mean, that's that's my motivation to, to anybody out there listening. So that, that brings us to the end of our other episode of What's Up, Turks and Caicos. It's yours truly, the host, Andy Mezek, with special guest, Ashley Brooks. And I hope you all have a wonderful Saturday. Happy New Year again, and may this year be the best one yet. Everybody wanna show you